Hello, it is Maya Egan and Madison White here, and we're here to interview Alex Say, who is a part of the Academy, so he's going to introduce himself. Uh, hi, I'm Alex. I'm part of the Academy. Um, we recently did a fun project all about sustainable um, food and food systems. Nice. So I'm going to ask the first question. Um, how has PBL-style learning been working for yourself and other members of the Academy, like... What are the differences maybe between PBL and what you did last year in a typical school day? Yeah, so I think PBL has been great. It's definitely strange going into it for the first time. It's not really like most people would expect. I think every teacher talks about how they want to make PBL a part of their curriculum. It's really different from what we would do in a normal class when they say PBL. Um, Project-based learning here is really a combination of mostly projects like heavily emphasized projects with a little bit of uh other academics on the side so for instance like we did this sustainability project while also talking about um like finance and talking about um like how to buy a car how to rent property so on that's really cool yeah okay so how would you say a typical academy school day differs from a non-academy school day Uh, I think the biggest thing is flexibility. Like right now, the teachers trust us to kind of manage our own schedule. Um, We're given very minimal homework and busy work. So it's really you get to develop your interests. I also think we do this thing called advisory, which is student run. And it's kind of a great way for individuals to share their interests with other people. Oh, so like what? Is that like a period in your day advisory or is it just like... Yeah, let me explain that. Um, We start every morning other than Wednesdays off with advisory. It's 20 to 30 minutes where you kind of just, for instance, sometimes we do like a debate topic or we watch like movie clips and we talk about that or we do current events. It's really just a way of connecting with your peers and it's built into our schedule. That's really cool. I never knew that actually. Anyway, so I guess we'll kind of transition into from the Academy as a whole more into your project. So what inspired your project topic slash project execution? Yeah, so I mean, the the Academy is really so open. And when we were talking about food and hunger and food insecurity, I think a lot of people in our group chose to focus on more like student hunger but i think something that's really important to focus on is also the sustainability of our environment and protecting um like our local ecosystems especially since we live on the water it seemed like an area that no one in our group was really touching on yeah so i actually like watched the video and everything and i thought that your like slide presentation was actually like really well put together so i was going to ask like what were the steps to get to the final product of the project just because like also your presentation like you could just tell it was really um like well thought out and researched uh i would say the biggest thing is canva it's a great app and it makes any project look super professional i think uh just its ability to use graphics really emphasizes the points that you want to make um i think also another big thing was just taking the time to do the research behind a topic to really know what you're talking about yeah, I remember freshman year in Miss Kroger's class um, for biology, I think, or living environment, whatever it was called, we did um, a sort of project-based learning project with like the Long Island Sound, 
which kind of reminds me of what you're saying, okay, you wanted to choose a local ecosystem. And I also remember we kind of like asked the question, like what steps did you take for this project? Because I remember it was very like there was a research period and then there was like a planning period. So we were just like kind of wondering. So it seems like it was kind of similar to that, right? Like where you had like a lot of research and then you chose how to execute it, right? Nice. So something I noticed about your presentation is that, like Madison said, it was incredibly well thought out and developed, and the slides were very professional looking. You also spoke very clearly when you were presenting. Were all of these skills developed during your time at the Academy? Like, do you think that it has enhanced, like, your sort of professionalism? <laughs> um, yes and no. I think because it's so freeform, it's really made it so I have to learn how to manage my time in a way that I've been told is reminiscent of like the real world. Um, I mean, my, you know how I presented in AP world. So I, I don't think I've changed all that much, Yeah. but I, I do think that the Academy has been influential in making sure time management is at the front of my mind and learning how to schedule projects properly. Wait, so just, this is just like, now that you mentioned that, so is your homework just to work on projects and stuff? Like, or do you get like textbook pages? Like, how does that work? So, yeah, it never any textbook pages because there's not really a curriculum associated with this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, it's all somewhat project-based. Um, we do two different periods, basically. We do the humanities and then we do math, science, or sustainable solutions. So for the humanities, it's really only focused on projects. So right now we're talking about like um, using journalism to influence social change. Um, and so it, it's very project-based there. But for math, science, it's a mix of like work on your project and also um, like finish a slide deck we were doing today or like research another topic that's really interesting to you and then be able to speak on it later. Mm-hmm. So what's been like your favorite part of, I guess, working on this project, but also just like being part of the Academy as well? Strangely, my favorite part has been the lack of homework. I've been able to pick up like, I think like 10 plus extracurriculars, it feels like. Um, And so by not giving busy work or textbook pages and not having to stick to a curriculum, it's really been great for getting me more involved in the community and getting me several jobs and so on. So it it's been useful for having a lot of free time, mm-hmm. which yeah. sounds strange because it is a lot of projects. No, because I feel like for me in like a, the typical school day, I'm even if I finish my homework, I'm like, oh, I got to study for this quiz that I have in a few days. And I feel like maybe having that alleviated and knowing you don't have that like extra test in a couple of days that you have to worry about, like that would make a huge difference. Um, yeah, definitely. So, it, it is. Sorry. It's really interesting. Oh, sorry. No, you go, you go, you go. <laughs> I was going to say it's really interesting because especially since it's junior year and we have all these ACTs and APs and so on, Mm -hmm. it really, it lets you have the flexibility to say, I'm going to study for the ACT today and put more time into that, but I'm not going to drop the ball and I'm going to continue to work on the project Mm -hmm. next week once I have a few things off my plate. And since the projects are long, I think this project took around a month and a half. um, It really gives you time to pace yourself. That's interesting. So I guess kind of going along with that, like it's seems like you became really invested in this project due to like the long amount of time you spent on it. So due to like your investment to it, has the topic of your project been something that has affected your life and your perspective on the environment at all? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's 
it's something like fishing in general is something you don't really think about. Food kind of just shows up, mm -hmm. um, especially when you're a teenager. Um, so I think I've been a little more aware of it. I don't know how much it's changed in my life because I don't eat a lot of fish per se. Mm -hmm. But I think just knowing that like there are th certain things you should be avoiding versus certain things you should be eating um, has affected me and I think has changed kind of some of the things I've ordered at restaurants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like for me, like I um, was really interested in your like project topic because like I've been like vegan for two weeks <laughs> because I watched like a bunch of documentaries on um, just like the environment and like how to get food more sustainably. But if there was a way that like I could and fish especially was something that I was like, it was just so weird that I had that that happened to be your top topic project because that was like something that was like relevant to my life. And I was just like, if there were ways that we could receive food in a more sustainable way and like help the environment and climate change and everything, then like, I just wish I didn't have to like cut out all those different foods and stuff if there was a more sustainable way. So I guess I was going to ask you um, if you like plan on making changes in your own life to support the idea of like sustainable fishing since you um, researched it and stuff and just like ways to, I guess, like participate in that. You mentioned going vegan. I, I think I've, at several points, I've gone vegetarian for spans upwards of a month or two. I just think, you know, meat's good and it's really hard to cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't get how you could go completely vegan because I really like ice cream. Um, yeah. Pizza. But I think you're you're definitely right in that I, I've made changes like going vegetarian for a month or two just to, you know, try to leave that impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't even have to be like cut out like everything or whatever I think it's just like even learning about like small things you can do to be more sustainable which like I feel like your project did a really good job at um, mm -hmm. executing definitely um so I guess to sort of wrap things up what would you like people who are interested in the academy to know about PBL style learning or about your like what do you what major takeaways you have from your experience in the academy Oh, that's a good one. I think the biggest thing is it is a big risk saying I'm not going to take all those APs, especially since Rye is so focused on APs. I mean, I know even with the Academy, I'm still taking three or four just to make sure I have the ability to say I took APs. Um, but I think PBL gets a bad rap from teachers executing it poorly, uh, especially when they're trying to fit it into a curriculum that is PBL associated um, like, I don't know if any of you had uh, Blum uh, back in freshman year, but his style of trying to implement PBL really made it a turnoff for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I would just say overall, it, it's kind of worth the risk to make sure you stand out in several ways, whether it's for college or for your personal experience, just to know that you're kind of doing more than just making it through the day. Mm -hmm. I also, from, like, I mean, obviously I'm not in the academy, but from what you made it seem, like, it feels like any sort of, it could work for any sort of student. Like, you don't have to be a very, you don't have to be super, I don't know. I feel like you have to be motivated, but I feel like PBL is just, like, works for a diverse set of individuals, whereas, like, a typical school day, I mean, it doesn't really work for everyone, you know? Yeah. Anyways, we want to yeah. thank you for your time. Sorry if I cut you off at all. Yeah. Um, but this was a really good interview. I actually learned so much about the Academy um, and your project yeah. is really impactful. And I really liked learning about sustainable fishing. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you yeah. for listening. Yeah.